Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. The following is a post time with Mike and Mike. Production. Racing post time with Mike and Mike with co host Mike Carter. Foiled again! Hold on to win! Foiled again, tough as nails! And Mike Bozich. The Iron Horse has cemented his legacy! track announcer at the Downs of Mohegan Sun Pocono as Sharton held off a host of challenges in the Breeders' Crowd to get the job done. My son has got that on DVR and he plays it over and over and over again. Five times a day do I hear that race call. Other kids watch cartoons. Not mine. Mine watches Sharton. Greetings, everybody. Welcome to the program, Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America and our good friends at the United States Trotting Association. And we've got a great show for you today, but 
Uh, backtracking back to Meadowlands Pace Day, you talk about a guy that is really on a roll. Driver Tim Tietrich won seven races here yesterday at Harris, Philadelphia. Three races on Meadowlands Pace Day at the Big M. Uh, three big races. One with Stonebridge Soul in the Mistletoe Chalet. Of course, one with Chartin in the Golden Girls. And then one, the Hamiltonian uh, Maturity with Crystal Fashion at Big Odds, 23 to 1. So uh, the future Hall, and I guess we know why now we can call him safely a future Hall of Famer because uh, he has really turned his game up a notch. And uh, so congratulations to Timmy. He's just on quite a roll. And we have trainer Linda Descano on the program here today. Linda uses Timmy. Uh, quite a bit driving at a pretty nice horse yesterday, a two-year-old by the name of Sailboat Hanover. We'll talk with Linda a little bit about uh, him, but we're mainly going to talk to Linda about her Meadowlands Pace victory, the first woman ever. You talk about a lot of firsts. First of all, you talk about the prohibitive favorite. Now, she is the prohibitive favorite to win the post time with Mike and Mike Horse Woman of the Year Award. I, she has got to be uh, up by about 20 lengths. First woman ever to win the Meadowlands Pace, best in show, 27 to 1 upset, uh, given a perfect steer by Brian, uh, by Brian Sears to uh, take the, the Crawford Farms Meadowlands Pace at 148. But we're also going to talk to Linda about uh, being inducted into the Harness Racing Hall of Fame, being the first woman to be inducted in the Harness Racing Hall of Fame. And a, a tremendous accomplishment. Uh, she's a trailblazer. And uh, certainly big kudos to her. And we're going to talk to her about how it felt uh, to be the first woman inducted into the Harness Racing Hall of Fame. And by the way, if you did not, as of yet, hear Linda's speech, you can do so on our archives at posttimewithmikeandmike.com. We live streamed the Hall of Fame dinner, and they're all great speeches. It's a great, great time and a great uh, show. So check it out. It's on the archive as all of our shows are, at posttimewithmikeandmike.com. We also, uh, speaking of uh, trailblazers and innovators, Ryan Clements is at it again. That's right. The founder of Often Pacing uh, is uh, at it again. And uh, if you follow Ryan on Facebook, if you follow Ryan on Twitter, you probably know what I'm talking about is he is attempting to up his game in the often pacing uh, gra- graphics, especially is uh, he's now going to go for a 3D look. If you thought you were in the bike before, you really think uh, you're going to be in the bike. And I have to admit, you know, harness racing, uh, the, the handful of video games and apps that have come out. Uh, for the sport of harness racing that have attempted to actually uh, try to put you in the bike where you actually have the view behind the horse haven't been all that great. So if Ryan can pull this off, this is going to be huge, huge, huge because I've, since I, since I was little, I've been dying for a game like this and I know it's tough to do. I know it's really tough to do. And, and honestly, often pacing has been the closest thing, I think, to perfection for a harness racing app or video game that I've ever played. Okay, so Ryan's going to try to one-up it uh, with some new and improved graphics. And if he can pull this off, it's going to be outstanding. I'm going to be at that thing 24-7. Okay, so we're going to talk to Ryan about exactly what he's doing 
about uh, some of the changes he's making to off and pacing and some other things, what's going on in off and pacing. Mike Carter is uh, still in a, uh, he's still in an undisclosed location in a bunker somewhere hidden because he was a judge on the off and pacing game. So uh, we cannot disclose the location of Mike Carter as he continues to be at hiding. They talk about a thankless job. Being a steward at a regular racetrack is a thankless job. Okay, it's kind of like the morning line odd maker, or an official in in or an umpire in baseball, or an official in in the basketball or football. An absolute thankless job. But uh, nonetheless, uh, so thinking about being a steward in in the off and pacing game, that's even worse. <laughs> okay, Mike Carter's still in hiding. <laughs> I think he's had to ban a couple of people or give them lifetime suspensions or something. Oh boy. But uh, nonetheless, Ryan's going to be on the program. Plus, our good friend Mel Keith had a chance to sit down and talk with the race secretary, track announcer at Truro Raceway, Joe Kelly. They've got a big week coming up. It's called uh, Atlantic Grand Circuit Week, and uh, heard a lot of good things about this. And uh, it's going to attract a lot of fans. So we're going to get the skinny of what's going on with it. Mel Keith had a chance to sit down and talk with Joe Kelly. And we're going to hear that interview coming up in just a few minutes. So we've got a jam-packed program. First time with Mike and Mike presented by Bet America and the USTM. We're going to get the ball rolling with the Hall of Famer, Linda Toscano, up next. At Bet America, we don't do promotions only for new players. As a regular player at BetAmerica.com, you can take advantage of several promotions each week. Go to BetAmerica.com slash extra and visit our promotions calendar and find out how you can get double wager reward points on our featured tracks. It's just another reason why it's time to play the Bet America way. Harness Horse Youth Foundation has the power to bring a life-changing experience to any child. We introduce youth to the horses and skills that build confidence, friendships, and a lifelong love of harness racing. The Harness Horse Youth Foundation has been a positive influence in the lives of thousands of young people since 1976. Check out the complete list of Harness Horse Youth Foundation camps and activities at hhyf.org. That's hhyf.org. Mike Bozich, along with Mike Carter, for Pacing for the Cure. Do you or someone you love with multiple sclerosis have a difficult time paying for your MS medications or need medical equipment such as a lift chair or scooter to help with your mobility needs? Pacing for the Cure can help. Please visit the pacingforthecure.org website and complete the mobility aid application or contact Jeff at pacingforthecure.org. If eligible, you may receive funding. Mike Are you a harness racing trainer or driver? Please join the list of those who pledged in 2018 for the $1 per win challenge. The 2019 challenge has begun and wins tally from January 1st through November 30th. For the drivers and trainers that are currently participating in the challenge and donate $100, they will receive a Pacing for the Cure long sleeve t-shirt or baseball cap. For a $250 donation, the driver or trainer will receive two tickets to the annual party. If you are interested in joining the challenge, please email Jeff at pacingforthecure.org. Thank you, drivers and trainers. Hey, racing fans. 
we all know the ride begins well before the starting gate. Stay warmed up around the clock at PennHorseRacing.com, your home for all things harness and thoroughbred racing. PennHorseRacing.com gives you the inside track on betting, industry events, breeding, news, and more. You know, everything that'll give you an edge come post-time. Visit PennHorseRacing.com today. Brought to you by the Pennsylvania Horse Racing Association. Gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER. We're back in the USDA studios. Mike Bozich flying solo. You got post time with Mike and Mike presented by the USDA and our good friends at Bet America. Great show coming up. Ryan Clements is going to be joining us plus Joe Kelly. But first, we've got the Hall of Famer. Boy, that's got a good ring to it. Linda Toscano joining the program. Linda, how are you this morning? I'm great. How are you? Well, I guess the first question we have to ask you, uh, and of course, we're going to get to the Meadowlands pace. We're going to talk about best in show, but we have to talk about the Hall of Fame. It certainly had to be uh, just a special feeling, uh, not only being in the Hall of Fame, getting inducted in the Hall of Fame, but to be the first woman ever in the Harness Racing Hall of Fame. That is, that's quite an accomplishment. I appreciate that. It was humbling, to say the least. You know, I don't think anyone starts out um, their careers in any way, in any walk of life and expects to get into a hall of fame. So you just try to be as good as you can possibly be. And, and um, to be recognized like that was pretty special. You know, Linda, we, we've had you on the show before and we kind of talked a little bit about, uh, you know, how you got started uh, earlier, early in your career, but you know, at what point in your career, Linda, would you say, you know what, I'm pretty good at this. I think I'm going to make a go at it. I don't even know that answer. I still think I'm working on that. Um, I, I think when I finally found the uh, the young horses, um, I, I like doing the raceway horses. I love being around the horses, period. But but when I uh, I started picking out young horses and um, developing and bringing them to the races, um, I loved it. And I think if you do what you love, um, sometimes it works better. That's right. You know what I always say, Linda? I said, listen, I'm doing what I love, and I've honestly never worked a day in my life. That's, I think that's the key in life is to find something that you love to do and do it because you know what? You're going to be successful at it. If you love what you're doing, you're going to be successful at it. And uh, Linda, we talked about first being the first woman uh, ever uh, into the Harness Racing Hall of Fame. Let's talk a little bit about that aspect. Let's talk a little bit about, um, you know, it is a male-dominated sport. I don't think there's any question about that. So did you, in your career, especially earlier in your career, did you uh, come across any roadblocks or, or, or stumbles uh, because you were a woman in a male-dominated sport? Maybe. I don't know. You know what? I, I was very, very fortunate. I started in the metropolitan area at one of the biggest racetracks, Roosevelt Raceway, and the Meadowlands. Um I worked for some of the top, top guys in the sport, and when I went on my own, they actually fed me horses to get me started. So, you know, I think if I felt any gender bias at all, it was when I left town, you know, and it was when I got to different places. But for the most part, I never really felt it. I I, I, I know I'm one of the few, and I know I've spoke to a lot of women who say it, but um, if I felt it, I never let it get in my way. I, I just... It was it was something I wanted to discount and move on. 
Visiting with Hall of Famer uh, trainer Linda Toscano. Linda, let's uh, switch gears a little bit and talk about the Meadowland space. Uh, best in show, in my opinion, was given just a picture-perfect drive by Brian Sears. Was used to get position and uh, kind of laid off the pace after that. And I kind of had a feeling that things were going to get a little competitive uh, towards the half and three quarters. And I, I knew that there was going to be a horse that was going to win this race from off the pace. Uh, I didn't think it would be best in show, to be quite honest with you. But nonetheless, he got the job done in 148. Tell us what was going through your mind during that race. Well, you bet. You basically nailed it. I mean, we had hoped um, those three colts are stupendous. I mean, they're great colts. And, I mean, I think they, they will mix it up a little bit this year, right, because they're all incredibly talented. And Mike Colt is blessed with incredible gate speed, and he's also got such a nice soft mouth. And uh, he'll relax as soon as you do leave him, so he doesn't get in his own way. And uh, Brian just gave him the trip of his life. And I kind of handicapped it exactly the same way. Um, I thought they might be a little careful with Captain Crunch from the rail. I knew working on the mystery was going to go. And I thought the horse to beat was Better's Wish. He's just an amazing little horse. He's not a big horse, but he's got uh, he's got lungs of an elephant. He's huge. He, he just never stops. And the trip he went the other night is nothing short of remarkable. And... Um, that's exactly what happened. We were able to leave out of there. We were able to find a spot, um, let them beat themselves up a little bit. Um, at the half, I saw 52. I said, this is going to get interesting. Three quarters when I saw 119 and change, and Timmy came out, which is exactly what he should have done because he was at dead aim on them. And uh, we were able to duck back down to the inside. I was just hoping that my horse had some fresh legs because sometimes in those cases, fresh legs win the race, and we were able to get there. So it was, it was quite exciting. Tell us a little bit about Best in Show. Tell us how you got him and, uh, you know, when you kind of realized that he could be something special. Well, very lucky. I mean, I was very fortunate to get him. I've been training um, Richard Young's horses for a couple of uh, years right now. And, you know, anytime I could never afford to buy a colt like that if he went through a sale. He's a better delight. I have a world champion mare and uh, the first colt. And he um, he's always done everything right. He's been a, a kind of a happy colt to be around, you know, typical better delight. He bites you a little bit and, and plays, but likes his work. Um, good gated. Uh, we raced him. We trained him down last year and sent him up to Tony O'Sullivan to race because I had one horse that was eligible to the Ontario Sire Stakes, and it was just going to be too hard to manage him. So we sent him up there, and he raced really well and then come up a little bit cold sore. So uh, his owner and I talked about it. We decided to shut him down instead of just kind of giving him a spell and then trying him for the end of the year and uh, brought him back fresh this year. Um, Kind of a hard thing to do because you're starting behind the eight ball because these these other Colts are all seasoned a little bit. But um, he had enough talent. You know, we started him at the Meadowlands, and then fortunately for him, he had a great jumping block to be able to start off with the Ontario Sire Stakes. They're good horses up there, but they're not – they're not all thrown at you all at once. And he was able to find his sea legs and learn a little bit about how to race up there. And uh, kind of every week he's just improved just a little bit more. And uh, add that to uh, to the way he raced in the elimination. And then Brian, Brian just put him in the right spot the other night, and everything seems to have come together. Tell us, uh, tell us what's next. Well, he's going to go back up to Ontario, you know, uh, we were going to race him in the Adios had he not pulled this off the other night. But after he did, there was really no reason to take him out there. So we gave him a couple of weeks off, and he's going to go up back up to Ontario where he's got a couple of gold races. And then he's got all the rest, uh, the big races towards the end of the year.
visiting with Linda Toscano. Linda, before we let you go, I have to ask you about a horse that raced here yesterday at Harris, Philadelphia. I got a couple of messages saying, wow, this is a pretty nice horse. Horse by the name of Sailboat Hanover, a two-year-old, uh, wins on debut, goes, I believe, 53-4, and 53-3, and three, if my memory serves me correctly. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about him. Nice call. Nice call. Uh, very, very hard to get gated. Um, I give credit to Brad on my other half because he did a heck of a job getting that colt gated. And um, he always had a really, really good attitude. He always tried real hard, but he just could not find a a good solid pace. And he fiddled with him and fiddled with him and he got him. And uh, he's, uh, he's come real well at the end here. And that was a pretty good effort for his first start the, the other day. All right. Well, listen, Linda, we certainly appreciate you joining us. Congratulations on your Hall of Fame induction. By the way, that was a wonderful speech and uh, that you gave. And I urge each and every one of you, we've got it on our archive at Post Time with Mike and Mike.com to check it out. It, it, was, it was pretty cool. But congratulations on that. Congratulations on your Meadowlands face. Congratulations on a lot of things, Linda. You're just having a good go of it as of late. But we appreciate you taking time out of your busy morning here to join us. I appreciate it. And I mean, I'm only as good as the people that are my crew and my team and everybody like that. I mean, I'm just very fortunate. I've got a great base of owners and I've got an incredible staff that that helped me get there. All right. Thanks, Linda. Take care. That was Linda Toscano. And uh, what a good person. I mean, you know, it's great to see good things happen to good people. And and, uh, Linda's... uh, Linda's one of the greats in this sport, all-time greats. And like I said, I think she's got to be a prohibitive favorite right now for the post time with Mike and Mike, uh, Horsewoman of the Year. She's going she's gonna, to – got a feeling she's going to take away a lot of trophies uh, coming up uh, towards the end of the year. But we certainly appreciate Linda joining us. We still have lots left to come on this edition of Post Time with Mike and Mike presented by Bet America and the USTA. Our good friend Ryan Clemens is in the on-deck circle, and uh, I always like talking to Ryan because – I'm just a, a junkie when it comes to video games and apps and things of that sort. And uh, I was so excited when uh, uh, Often Pacing came around. I mean, I, I did like the other game. I like the aspect of uh, of the other game. But, uh, I, I, you know, Often Pacing, uh, you know, it brings you right into the action. And it's it's just a different way to look at it. And it's about to get a whole lot more interesting. So we're going to talk to Ryan about that. Plus, our good friend Mel Keith had a chance to sit down and talk to the a race secretary, track announcer at Truro, Joe Kelly, and they've got a big week coming up, Atlantic Grand Circuit Week. We're going to find out more about that and much, much more. You've got Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America and the USTA. Back in a moment. Are you interested in learning more about owning standard bred racehorses? Do you want to experience the excitement of driving a standard bred? Owning a racehorse is a once-in-a-lifetime experience and not as difficult as you may think. The United States Trotting Association wants to help make your ownership dreams a reality. Contact a member of the Ownership Concierge team by email at owners at ustrotting.com or by calling 877-800-8782, extension 5555. Whitback Farm yearlings are born to compete and raised to win. The 2019 lineup features siblings of rich performers and first foals from productive families. In 2019, Whitback Farm is selling yearlings at Goshen on September 8th, the Ohio Selected Sale on September 13th, on Gate September 18th through the 21st, Lexington October 1st through the 5th, London October 19th and 20th, Harrisburg November 4th through the 6th, and the Harrisburg Mix Sale on November 7th and 
mayonnaise. For more information, visit winbackfarm.com. That's winbackfarm.com. The Meadowlands racing season is just heating up with large fields, bigger purses, nightly promotions, and some of the greatest restaurants in New Jersey. There are plenty of places to catch all of the exciting action. First post on Friday and Saturday nights is 7:15. For more information and reservations, call 201 The Big M or visit PlayMeadowlands.com. We're back on post time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America and the USDA. Mike Bozich flying solo today. Here's a friendly reminder before we get to Ryan. Uh, a friendly reminder that the National Standard Bread uh, Horse Show it's coming up. We'll talk more about that in just a second. But the pre-entries close on July 29th. For more information on prize lists and entry forms and so forth, please visit them online at sphonj.org. Again, that's sphonj.org. And how about the Standard Bread uh, Horse Show coming up? This is uh, such a great, great thing. It's their 25th anniversary, and it's at the Horse Park in Allentown, New Jersey. And uh, I'll tell you what, the, make sure you bring the kids. It's just a great, great uh, family event. Uh, it's August 9th through the 11th. Uh, please follow them on Facebook. You can follow them at the Standard Bread Pleasure Horse Organization of New Jersey. We just gave you the website, sphonj.org. It's the 25th annual National Standard Bread Horse Show. It's going to take place on August 9th through the 11th at the Horse Park in New Jersey and Allentown. Once again, for more information, visit them on the website, sphonj.org. Of course, you could like them and follow them on Facebook. It's a great, great time. Bring the kids. Just lots going on. It's really turned into a big thing. 25th anniversary. So a big high five to uh, my good friend Rob Pennington, everybody, the whole team that puts that together each and every year. Without further ado, let's uh, check in with our good friend Ryan Clements. Ryan joins us. Of course, he is the founder of uh, one of my favorite games, Off and Pacing. And you know, Ryan, I got to tell you, Mike Carter's still in hiding. You know, he's been a, he, was, he was a judge. I don't know if he's doing it anymore, but he was a judge for the Off and Pacing game. And, you know, listen, when you got to crack the whip and uh, throw out a couple of bands, you know, it, some people aren't going to like that too well. <laughs> yeah, no, he's he's taking the heat. Uh, he's still a judge and uh, doing a great job. And uh, it's a thankless job, so I'm uh, glad to have him. Yeah, it certainly is. You know, I was talking a little bit about before we got you on the air about the, just some of the thankless jobs of the industry, and and uh, that is certainly one of them, no question about it. But Ryan, I'll tell you what, I've uh, I've watched you on Facebook Live the last couple of days, and you're working on something new, once again something innovative. I mean, that's that's nothing for you because uh, you know you've. Uh, it's certainly been innovative. I mean, for the, for the last couple of years, you've been the runner-up for our Innovator of the Year, but you're doing something with Off and Pacing that has got me really, really excited, and I think a lot of people are really excited as well. Tell us about it. Yeah, I mean, we're getting into July now, and I don't really, uh, you know, we're 0 for 2 in that uh, post-time Mike and Mike Innovator of the Year uh, award, so I can't go 0 for 3. We had to do something something special, so we're uh, – we're actually going to bring it to both catch driver and off and pacing. And we're working on a uh, brand new overhaul of the graphics. So the game is going to be in uh, full 3d for catch driver. We're going to actually put you right in the sulky for the first time, rather than, uh, you know, above the sulky and in off and pacing, you're going to have full control to watch, uh, watch your horses race from, 
from anywhere, uh, sitting in the grandstand, following along your horse. We're going to give you uh, total control over the camera to watch your race. And this is going to be a really cool thing. And I got to be honest with you, Ryan, you know, the handful, and ever since I was little, I, I got to be honest, I've been dreaming for a game or an app or something like this because the handful of video games uh, or, you know, apps, maybe not so much apps, but the handful of video games, especially when I was growing up, uh, uh, that that had harness racing and even thoroughbred racing really honestly weren't that good. I mean, as far as graphics go and, and things of that sort. So I know uh, this has to be quite an undertaking uh, to do it. And uh, so tell us about kind of how you put it together, I mean, from a, from a technical point of view. Yeah, I mean, we've always started from the other side of it and trying to create a realistic game where the strategy um, feels real. So, I mean, if you get out of the gate and start urging your horse the whole way, you're you're going to finish last just like you would in in real life. Um, so we start there. So the graphics were always secondary because I've found a lot of games that even, you know, if they do look good, if they don't feel real and you're not rewarded for making good decisions, it just gets boring quickly. Um, you know, we were never a game studio when we got started. So we weren't, uh, we weren't a team of animators and artists. We were a team of software developers. So um, we started there and now we're starting to add those animators and artists and it's uh it's new to us it's a new challenge but we're figuring it out as we go and we're um we're taking this first step into the 3d world and we're hoping that we'll just get uh get more confident and get better and better as we go so it should you know it, it might uh might not look like the latest ps4 game when it first comes out but uh some of those challenges are due to it being on mobile and some of it are just due to us being new so uh we're we're on a on a new journey well and of course, if you follow Ryan on Facebook, you can uh, check out what we're actually talking about. You can see it visually because I know you're doing a Facebook Live yesterday, um, and uh, the, you've got a couple of uh, demos on there, so you can actually see. Um, so when, when do you, when can we expect this? I mean, when when are you going to launch this thing? Well, the way we uh, typically roll this stuff out is to get it in your hands as fast as we possibly can. So we're we're almost there. Um, I'd say. Within three weeks, for sure, we'll be uh, we'll have the catch driver one out, and often pacing uh, just depends on a few technical details and be around the same timeline. Visiting with Ryan Clemens, uh, founder of Often Pacing, as well as Catch Driver, a couple of great apps. If you haven't downloaded it, uh, check it out on the App Store. Let me ask you this, Ryan: as far as uh, I know. Since we've talked last, you, you've uh, not only are you making changes to the graphics, but you've made some other changes as well for people that may not have uh, been playing uh, Catch Driver lately. You've got a we've got a new pro series. Um, you've redone the um, the stats and statistics. You've improved the uh, bots uh, as far as when the, they're playing in just a regular Catch Driver game. Uh, so maybe tell us a little bit about that. Uh, those uh, changes. Yeah, the the most exciting one for me there was Pro Series because what it did was, and I, I don't know if any other game has done this on mobile, but what we did is create a bridge between two games. So when you're driving in Pro Series, not only is it better racing where you're racing against the best in the game, um, there's judges, so there's rules, you can be suspended, um, you can win great prizes. This season of Pro Series actually we're giving away a pair of signed Yannick Jingra gloves, a pair of signed David Miller colors, and a pair of uh, or set of signed John Campbell colors as well. So great prizes, but you're actually driving horses that are owned by the often pacing players. So that's really fun just to know that you're driving for a real owner 
and I've gotten lots of messages, whether they were uh, congratulations on, on great drives or, you know, telling me how bad of a drive I gave somebody first <laughs> when I've been driving the Pro Series. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you and me both. Um, <laughs> more bad than good, i got to tell you. But, the, you know, listen, but yeah. honestly, that's, that's, the, that's part of the fun of the game because, uh, you know, it's, it's realistic. I mean, this is kind of the things, kind of the stuff that happens in real life with these real drivers on the racetrack and, Hey, you know what? It's like baseball or anything else. You're not going to hit a home run every time you go to the plate. You're going to strike out sometimes, and, you know, you're going to pop out sometimes. But, you know, one of the cool things uh, that I've always thought about catch driver is, you know, here I am. I'm an armchair driver. I mean, I listen, I announce races, but honestly, I would love to be a driver. I mean, that's, you know, that's one of the first things I think anybody wants to be if they've got a passion for the business. But, uh, you know, in catch driver, the cool thing is, is that somebody like me can compete against somebody like Tim Dietrich or somebody like Yannick Shingra. To me, that is really cool. Yeah. I mean, that's fun. And we, uh, we didn't do it last season, but typically we'll have about, uh, you know, seven or eight of the top drivers from around North America, get on there and, uh, and have a competition with, uh, with a few of the guys who qualify through a driving championship. So it's, it's really fun, but I mean, any given time you hop in a race, um, any time of the day, you're, you're going to see somebody who drives horses uh, for a living in there. So it's, uh, th- that's pretty cool to match wits against them to get in the sulky. And, uh, and you know what, I mean, you can, you can compete with them in here. A lot of the guys who only drive virtually uh, do better because they're, they're able to practice in the virtual world and then kind of outperform these guys who, busy driving in real life all the time so ryan just for clarification once you get these new graphics uh for catch driver uh, once you get them squared away that is basically going to take the place of what we see now correct yeah exactly so we're going to give you some control over the camera um and you know what it's it's going to be harder um i'm playing right now and when you're sitting in the sulky you got to actually pay a lot more attention because you got to know where people are um you know if the driver's swiveling his head you don't get that top-down view where you can see all 10 horses perfectly. So it, it's, uh, it's going to be a challenge. It's going to be an adjustment. And I'm kind of excited to see which of the top players adapt the best and which ones, uh, you know, get better. All right. And once again, when can we expect this? Uh, I would say within three weeks for sure, two to three weeks. Man, I can't wait that long, dude. Come on. <laughs> I can't well, I'll speed it up, man. We'll, uh, we'll see if we can work night and day and get it to you a little quicker. Ryan, we certainly appreciate you joining us, buddy. Uh, once again, uh, just continuing to make improvements on two already uh, outstanding products, of course, with often pacing and catch driver. Ryan, we can't wait, buddy. Thanks for joining us. Uh, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. All right, man. Come on. Three weeks. I cannot wait that long. It's like the kid waiting for you know for the for the ps4 or for the ps5 or whatever when they first come out you know like a kid at christmas time you know you see all the you see all the presents under the tree and uh you check your calendar and it's only like december 12th you gotta wait like 13 days to open a present i don't know if i could wait that long but that's gonna be cool check it out uh check out uh, ryan on facebook 
uh, Ryan Clemens, search him and uh, take a look at what he's working on because, I mean, if you're a video gamer, if you like apps, and, and obviously a lot of people do, man, this is really going to be very, very cool. Speaking of very, very cool, Atlantic Grand Circuit Week is coming up, and our good friend Mel Keith had a chance to catch up with the fine race secretary and track announcer of Truro Raceway, Joe Kelly. So we're going to hear from Mel and Joe in just a couple of minutes. You've got post time with Mike and Mike presented by Bet America and the UST. From the edge of your seat starts to the white knuckle finishes. Horse racing is truly a ride unlike any other. One that the Pennsylvania Horse Racing Association intends to preserve in the Keystone State for years and years to come. From our breeders to track operators to you, the fan. PHRA is here to bring everyone together for the benefit of the sport we love and the majestic athletes we adore. Learn more about the PHRA's mission at PennHorseRacing.com. Brought to you by the Pennsylvania Horse Racing Association. At BetAmerica, we don't do promotions only for new players. As a regular player at BetAmerica.com, you can take advantage of several promotions each week. Go to BetAmerica.com slash extra and visit our promotions calendar and find out how you can get double wager reward points on our featured tracks. It's just another reason why it's time to play the BetAmerica way. Whitback Farm yearlings are born to compete and raised to win. The 2019 lineup features siblings of rich performers and first foals from productive families. In 2019, Whitback Farm is selling yearlings at Goshen on September 8th, the Ohio Selected Sale on September 13th, On Gate September 18th through the 21st, Lexington October 1st through the 5th, London October 19th and 20th, Harrisburg November 4th through the 6th, and the Harrisburg Mix Sale on November 7th and eighth. For more information, visit winbackfarm.com. That's winbackfarm.com. Are you interested in learning more about owning standard bred racehorses? Do you want to experience the excitement of driving a standard bred? Owning a racehorse is a once-in-a-lifetime experience and not as difficult as you may think. The United States Trotting Association wants to help make your ownership dreams a reality. Contact a member of the Ownership Concierge team by email at owners at ustrotting.com or by calling 877-800-8782, extension 5555. You're tuned in to the Bet America Radio Network. Host Jason Bean brings you new shows every Monday through Friday. We bring you the best personalities from across the racing world with extensive interviews, commentary, news, games, and more. The barn is revolutionizing what horse racing radio can be. And you can hear new shows at BetAmerica.com or just search Bet America Radio Network on iTunes, Spreaker, Stitcher, or iHeartRadio. Get in the barn. The Meadowlands racing season is just heating up with large fields, bigger purses, nightly promotions, and some of the greatest restaurants in New Jersey. There are plenty of places to catch all of the exciting action. First post on Friday and Saturday nights is 715. For more information and reservations, call 201-THE-BIG-M or visit PlayMeadowlands.com. Here in the race office at Truro Raceway with longtime track announcer and race secretary Joe Kelly to talk about the upcoming, actually we're sort of midweek now, on uh, Atlantic Grand Circuit Week, but we have the, the big events coming up 
in uh, the next few days. So, uh, Joe, how long have you been track announcer and race secretary at Truro Raceway? I've been here since uh, 1986. And what got you into it initially? I was just a, uh, uh, a fan of harness racing. Uh, my father was uh, was a fan. I used to uh, tag along with him to the races when I was a child, and that's when I caught the bug. So you told me before we got recording that you were here uh, around the same time as Atlantic Grand Circuit Week started in the 80s. Yeah, it, it started a few years prior to my arrival at Truro Raceway. Uh, it was started by Brett McGrath of uh, Somewhere fame. Uh, he was the manager here at the time, and uh, he did the announcing and the race secretary work uh, back then, and uh, he came up with the concept of Atlantic Grand Circuit League, and uh, he got it started in the early 80s. And it carries on today, and last night, uh, Tuesday night, uh, we had some very good racing here, obviously with the uh, Atlantic Sire Stakes having improved quite a bit over the years. In, in the time you've been here, uh, what, what have you noticed? Certainly the quality uh, of the uh, uh, Maritime Red Colts has, has drastically improved, um, as can be seen in, in uh, other jurisdictions when, the, when, they're, uh, when they're finished with the stake races here, and they, they are quite competitive and in, uh, in uh, tougher jurisdictions uh, when they get shipped away, so you can you can definitely uh, tell the, uh, the the increase of the breeding in the Maritimes. And uh, the only thing is, uh, nowadays you don't see as many uh, colts as uh, as you would in the past because of the horse population, and uh, there doesn't seem to be as many horses bred. That's not just a problem here in the Maritimes; it's everywhere. But that that would be the big difference. We did have good field size, I thought, last night. I mean, there were the three divisions of the three-year-old trotters, and we had a new uh, track record uh, setter, all age, all sex for trotters. Yes, we did. Um, uh, quite surprisingly, it's a three-year-old uh, maritime bred trotter who set the all age track record here at Truro Raceway. Uh, the previous record was uh, was set by a uh, non-maritime bred trotter, an age trotter of 159-1, and, and, of course, we had a... Uh, Track record set by a maritime bred three-year-old here last night at 159 flat. We had three divisions of the trotters, uh, the three-year-old trotters, with, the, with all three of them going in two minutes or better. So that uh, that's the first time we've ever seen that, uh, probably in maritime racing, uh, to see uh, three divisions of three-year-old trotters all going two minutes or better. That's an important milestone. And, and those milestone horse, by the way, yeah, boy, bear, uh, trotter by Delcrest Julian, and uh, driver and trainer Mark Campbell, so a PEI invader. So with Atlantic Grand Circuit Week, day one complete, we now have racing starting again on Friday night, I believe? Yes, uh, and our feature on Friday night's card will be the Atlantic Star Stage for two-year-old Pacing Colts. We have uh, three A divisions and uh, two B divisions uh, competing on Friday. Uh, then again, on Saturday night, uh, we have our signature race of Atlantic Grand Circuit Week, the Lindsay Construction uh, Invitational. Uh, that will go for $7,500 in the final race of uh, the Saturday evening program. But also featured on Saturday's card is uh, two divisions of the three-year-old Pacing Colts in the A division and uh, one B division of the three-year-old Colts. And also on uh, Saturday night, we have the Atlantic uh, H Pacing Air Series top uh, aged mares and maritimes who will compete here in two divisions. And also, we also have a, a series final for mares who don't often get to race for much money. Um, they will go in the Wilson's Phillies and Mare Series final for a purse of 4600 which is a nice purse for them because they don't usually get to compete for that kind of money. Mm -hmm. And uh, it, it should be a strong card on Saturday night. It's usually our biggest crowd of the week, so we're looking forward to uh, 
to having good weather and hopefully people turn out for the event. And the Lindsay Construction Cup is the event formerly known as the Exhibition Cup, correct? That's correct, yeah. It started back in 1988 and it was known as the Exhibition Cup Invitational. Uh, Lindsay Construction got involved last year with sponsorship and now it's solely known as the Lindsay Cup Invitational Pace. And the track record uh, for Pacers, uh, I believe, was set a, a few years ago in that very event, was it not? That's correct, yes it was. Uh, uh, Big Sur? No, it was Crombier. Was it uh, Crombier, okay, yeah. 152 and 4? That's correct, yes. And now, is it possible we could see that uh, reduced this year? What's the field look like? Well, it, it looks like a fairly competitive field. Uh, anything's possible, of course, in a horse race. And, and of course, uh, to get track record uh, uh, set, you need some, uh, you know, get the miles set up with some hot fractions. And it's certainly possible that we get the weather cooperating. Our, our track here at Truro is in great shape, as, as we observed last night with the track record for trotters being set. and, and the, and, of course, the uh, two-year-old pacing fillies going in under two minutes in both divisions. So our track is certainly uh, going to, looks like it's going to cooperate with us as long as the weather does. And, of course, we have a horse like uh, Rose Run Quest in the field, which is fresh off a 153 flat mile at Summerside winning the governor's plate. So, um, you know, if he goes, that's only two-fifths of a second off of our track record. So who knows? Anything's possible. And some people will want to know, of course, about... Wakazashi Hanover, who's a star horse on site, the previous North America Cup champion, and he did win a race here uh, a couple of weeks back uh, in uh, late June, but since that time, since that win in 154 and 4, he hasn't raced. Um, there, there was some talk uh, on social media that he, he was not allowed to race, but that is not correct, is it? No, he, he had one start here, and uh, he looked quite impressive. He looked like his old self. He, he, he won in 154-4, and four and uh, things were looking good, and we were actually looking forward to having, having him in the, or the uh, Lindsay Construction Cup Invitational on Saturday evening, and uh, he was certainly getting an invite to that event. However, he did come up with a, a little setback. Uh, he had a little tendon problem, so that's going to... Uh, keep him on the shelf for, for a bit. They're hoping that uh, he can get back uh, sometime at the end of the summer or early fall, but uh, he certainly probably won't be seeing him until uh, September or so. But it certainly wasn't a policy issue. Of, no, 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 no. It, 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 it was a physical issue with the horse. That's, that's very good to dispel that rumor. Yeah. And uh, I need to ask as well, for those listening online, uh, how can they bet Truro Raceway and watch Truro Raceway? Is it via the website, via their uh, ADWs? Well, certainly for fans in Canada, we are available on HBI, which is the Woodbine Entertainment-based uh, uh, web simulcasting. Mm -hmm. uh, now, for customers in the U.S., we do have some uh, uh, servers down there that carry our product, like uh, Paravet, uh, Amwest, Premier Turf Club, uh, Churchill Down Technologies, Velocity Wagering, and Watching Wager are some of the uh, servers that uh, carry the Turtle product uh, in the U.S. So they'll definitely want to be tuning in on uh, this, this Friday through Sunday. Well, we certainly hope so. Yes, on, on Sunday, uh, and usually the concluding card of the uh, Atlantic Grand Circuit Week features uh, what has become uh, probably the richest stake race in the Maritimes. It's for three-year-old fillies. It's called the Frank and Beth Stanfield Memorial. Um, it, uh, it will go for approximately in the 
$1,000 range, of course, that'll be split up if there's more than uh, one division. But uh, if there's uh, only two divisions of it, that looks like it'd be between two and three divisions of it. If there's two divisions, they'll probably go for $25,000 a division, which is quite a, a nice purse for, for maritime-bred uh, three-year-old fillies. And uh, we'd like to thank Mr. Tom Stanfield from Stanfield Incorporated for his uh, kind sponsorship over the years uh, uh, in making this one of the premier state events uh, in the Maritimes. And thank you very much, and uh, have a great remainder of Atlantic Grand Circuit Week. Thank you. I've been speaking with Joe Kelly, race secretary and track announcer at Truro Raceway, Nova Scotia. Mike Bozich, along with Mike Carter, for Pacing for the Cure. Do you or someone you love with multiple sclerosis have a difficult time paying for your MS medications or need medical equipment such as a lift chair or scooter to help with your mobility needs? Pacing for the Cure can help. Please visit the pacingforthecure.org website and complete the Mobility Aid application or contact Jeff at pacingforthecure.org. If eligible, you may receive funding. Mike? Are you a harness racing trainer or driver? Please join the list of those who pledged in 2018 for the $1 per win challenge. The 2019 challenge has begun and wins tally from January 1st through November 30th. For the drivers and trainers that are currently participating in the challenge and donate $100, they will receive a Pacing for the Cure long sleeve t-shirt or baseball cap. For a $250 donation, the driver or trainer will receive two tickets to the annual party. If you are interested in joining the challenge, please email Jeff at pacingforthecure.org. Thank you, drivers and trainers. All right, that's a wrap for us on Post Time with Mike and Mike. We certainly appreciate everybody joining us here on this program today. Special thanks to Mel Keith for doing that interview with Joe Kelly. Some great stuff. So make sure you check out Atlantic Grand Circuit Week. Plus, special thanks to Ryan Clemens, Linda Toscano, and, of course, you, the listener. We certainly appreciate you joining us, and we'll see you next Thursday morning on the first post of 1030. Good night, everybody. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.